Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Back for another edition of Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey from Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. Here to pick up on the second half of our podcast on top social security myths. We're going to go through the next five. We started with our first five, so if you did not check out that podcast, you don't have to listen to it to listen to this one. But if you'd like to, definitely go find that on Apple, Google, or Spotify. Type in Mondays with Matt, or just stop by Matt's website and find it that way at greatlakesretirementsolutions.com slash podcasts. That's greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. If you don't want to do the slash, you can just click on the podcast link at the top of his page. Either way, however you want to go. What's going on, my friend? How are you this week? Hi, Mark. I'm doing well this week. For those of you listening, this this podcast is coming out uh, the week following the, the week you just uh, filed for taxes for last year. So if you didn't file your taxes yet, better get on that file that extension because uh, you're over you're over time. <laughs> are, you, are you overdue? Yeah. Are you overdue? Are you time over, to, you're overdue. Yeah. So they, I think, they don't like um, that very much, really. <laughs> They they don't they don't like that they like yeah. to penalize you if you're overdue. Actually, it's uh, this one. Yeah, we're dropping this one. Uh, well, you drop it a different day, but yeah, this will be right around um, four twenty. Yeah. Which, if you know what four twenty is, shame on you. <laughs> 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 no, just teasing. I, to, uh, to each their own. Yeah, this will be on uh, four twenty four. So, yep, yep. Uh, cut off for twenty twenty three was last week. So yeah, there you go, there you go. But hey, but but. Uh, happy happy Easter and all that. A little stuff. belated Keeps Easter, but yeah, absolutely. A little bit late, yeah. so that's okay. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Well, hey, we're we're wrapping up April here, so we're right. we're heading into May, and uh, hopefully some good things in 2023. We're counting on the market continuing to rise, and um, of course we don't predict that uh, in, it, what's going to happen the next yeah the next 30 days or 30 minutes, but uh, in the long term, it's always gone up into the right. So. If you're scared today, um, have confidence because companies still got to make profits and you want to invest in those to get those dividends and all that good stuff. Why, why am I yeah. talking about investments? We're talking about Social Security. That's right. Today. What are you doing? Get out of there. Let's get, let's get into Social Security. <laughs> I don't know. I just like to encourage people. I uh, know. That's um, all good. All right. Well, we got uh, last podcast, Mark, we did uh, we started the 10 myths of Social Security and we, yeah, we started 10. out with myths one through five. And uh, today we're going to cover myths six through 10. So this should be exciting for you. If you listened to last week and you're just chomping at the bit to hear the rest of this, we're here with that information for you. Let's roll. Yeah. All right. You can't work. Myth number six, you cannot work and receive Social Security benefits at the same time. This is a myth, sort of. Yeah. Yes. Um, You can't work and receive Social Security benefits at the same time. Technically, that's a myth. Um, But it could be partially true. Um, if you make too much money, your Social Security benefits just disappear. They go away. They get reduced. Yeah. So, 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 Matt, we finished off number five. And the last one was was basically taking it early, right? Uh, yeah. And so if you take it early, yes, there are limitations, right? So that's probably where the confusion comes in and where this myth comes from. Correct. Yep, that's exactly right. And you you can work and still receive Social Security benefits. For example, if we claim early at age 62, we can earn, um, you're in 2023 now, so we can earn up to $21,240, $240 per year and not not affect our Social Security benefits. So if you want to file for early benefits for Social Security and continue to work, you can file and start receiving income from Social Security. But once you make more than $21,000, $21,240, 
then your your benefits from Social Security will start to get reduced. So every $2 that you make over that amount, your Social Security benefit actually gets decreased by a dollar. Now, that will continue on. And if you make if you're lucky enough to to be making really great great money, that could completely eliminate that Social Security. So it doesn't make sense financially to file early if you still want to work and you still want to make money. Um, so technically, you can work and receive benefits at the same time. But if you make too much money, you could reduce those benefits down actually to zero. So um, if you made enough money, so yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so yeah, I mean, again, you can make you can make up to a certain amount, you know, twenty one grand roughly, um, you know, and then of course once you hit you know full retirement age, as you said, you know, the sky's the limit kind of deal. So again, there's it's it's sort of a myth, mostly a myth, but there are some rules, there are some a few things to kind of keep in play, which is usually the case with a lot of these. Yeah, um, and I did not me- I did not mention that that once you hit that full age, yeah, you can earn yeah you can, can roll earn, yeah you can file you can you can receive benefits and work. And do what you want. They, they yeah, yeah, they're not going to reduce your benefit yeah, after full 10. retirement age. I mean, yeah, I mean, someone who makes you know ten million dollars a year, somebody like Elon Musk. I mean, technically, he's still eligible for full, you know, at, at full retirement age. So, it doesn't really matter. Do you know what his social security payment would be? I don't know, <laughs> but I bet it's a big one. I bet <laughs> it's it's going to be good. max. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So let's uh, let's go into myth number seven. Social security benefits are for only U.S. citizens. Uh, I mean, this is kind of a no-brainer, yeah, for the most part, but there are a couple little caveats, actually. Yeah, there's there are. Um, you're you're a U.S. citizen, or if you meet eligibility requirements, you could be a non-citizen. Um, but I believe you have to have the residence. So uh, that, if you're yes, dealing, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep, and yep, and yep, I mentioned a, that Matt because we we were looking at some we were looking at some uh, some land in or looking at uh, maybe moving uh, and having a home on an island, one on an island just below Florida somewhere um, down by Aruba. And it was you and, and me like, too. Oh yeah, you were, and it, you were thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and it was like, huh? Can you still get your Social Security? So after a little bit of digging, it's like, yes, as long as you're still a U.S. citizen. Uh, and of course, you have to, you know, how much time you spend and so on and so forth. So it can be done. Right. Yeah. And from what I understand, certain non-citizens who meet some eligibility requirements can still get Social Security. I don't know. I think that all of my clients, well, there might be. I, I can think of at least one who was not a citizen. Um, but but if you meet the eligibility requirements and you have residence in the U.S., then there's a trade program, like, for example, for C- Canadians who come come across. Um, they don't call it Social Security in Canada, but had a client that moved to Canada, was still, in effect, claiming Social Security, but in Canada, it's called something different, and you they yeah, stopped paying program. Social Security yeah. from the U.S. So, yeah, be conscious of the borders and be conscious that if you're thinking about moving somewhere else, definitely should check this out because you want to make sure that you don't cut off you know, that extra income yeah, unless sure. you can afford to. So, uh, All right. So let's do this next one. This one's a weird one, but it's certainly, it's certainly I could see where it could kind of snowball uh, in places, especially like in Michigan where there's a lot of still pensions still available. But uh, if you have a pension, you won't be eligible for Social Security benefits. Yeah, that's a pretty well a myth. Um, most pensions will pay regardless of whether or not you're claiming Social Security. Right. Um, but the pension amount, uh, like, for example, if you're a General Motors employee, there's hourly and there's salary, but um, some folks, their social security, once once they're eligible, like at age 62, uh-huh. their pension is affected by the social security benefit. So actually their pension gets reduced when social security becomes available or some pensions will be reduced when social security is claimed. So you got to be aware when you're taking your pension, 
got to figure these things out ahead of time. So it's very wise to talk to somebody uh, to do a financial plan and plan on what when you're going to receive your pension benefits. If you want to receive that at age 60, beware, because some pension plans will get reduced So when yeah. you're eligible for Social Security. So if I wanted to, for example, claim claim Social Security at my full age at 66 and seven months or whatever, but I, re- I retire and start collecting my pension at age 60, they might, if your pension plan requires it, they might actually reduce your benefit when you're eligible at age 62 for an, to claim early. And if they do that, but you don't want to claim early, you have to have planned to have a nest egg sitting there to replace that benefit. So sometimes the pension plans lately have gotten more tricky to understand. And we want to make sure that we're working with good numbers and um, the guaranteed options um, when we retire. So yeah, um, for sure. But that, but social security doesn't, doesn't uh, necessarily you're, still, you, you're right. still eligible yeah. for benefits and that's based on your work experience and your, right. his, your work history. So it could affect your um, numbers you, a little bit, but it doesn't affect your eligibility. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So I would say that's um, definitely a myth, but um, again, this is one of those really, really important situations to investigate and to talk through with a financial advisor because you don't want to make a mistake and then all of a sudden short yourself yeah. for four or five years while you're waiting for your full Social Security to to claim that. Benefit. Okay. All right. So let's do myth number nine, and that is uh, Social Security benefits are based on your income and assets. Now, this is one of the things on the prior one, Matt. We talked a little bit about the fact that you know it's going to you know one of the myths is it's going to run out. Well, one of the places that they are kicking around maybe making changes is around means testing, and so this is as a, as a myth because it's not ex- they're not really doing that yet, right? So right. it's not based on a means test of like we kind of we mentioned Elon Musk for example, because some people would say someone who anybody who's over worth over a certain amount of money is probably never going to, you know, need their social security. So some mm-hmm. of the conversation becomes well, why not allow that to go back into the pool for people who do need it because someone who makes, you know, 10 million dollars a year is probably never going to touch it, right? So right. that's means testing a little bit. So that's kind of maybe where this this myth starts from or comes from. Right. And um you know, right now it it is a myth. It's not based on income and assets. It's uh it's work history. It's it's work history. It's based on your income while you were working. So if you look at the 30 highest years of your wages over the, your work history, um, it's it's going to be calculated on that. Most people, uh, when they retire, they've worked you know, in their most recent job. A lot of them have made the most money. But a lot of folks, too, there are some who get out of the workforce, retire early, but, but still want to work part-time somewhere. And so their benefits their income goes down for the a couple of years before they claim benefits sure, too. So yeah. you gotta you gotta factor that in. But no, it's not based on your income and asset combination. It's based on your work history. Yeah, it's like, oh I got a million dollar house, they're gonna lower my social security. No. You know. Yeah. No, and hopefully it never goes that way. But I mean I could feas you could feasibly say, well, if we gotta keep the system afloat, yeah, if you are worth X amount you know, you don't. Yeah, need I mean, I think the two benefits. big ones that they're looking at are yeah. certainly that means testing for X amount, uh, and then possibly you know the age numbers, right? I mean, there's there's a there's a number of studies out there that say if they just if they just push everything back two years, it would fund it for like another hundred, you know. So who knows? Yeah, right? and you know, claiming those early benefits and things like that, those definitely have a drastic impact on how long that. You know, social security, the viability pool, yeah. pool, yeah, the yeah. viability of the whole thing. Because if you yeah. start drawing it down 
early and you give people those options, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't well, help. This, look at what's summit. happening in it, France, right? They moved theirs back just two years. And look at all the rioting and upset how people are, and it's young people, right? And it's like mm-hmm. it's like they're are all upset about it two years, you know. Yeah. And it's like you know, <laughs> it's like okay, right now you know technically full retirement age here is sixty seven, which is still later than you know France is upset about. So they may just push back. They could just push back the early from sixty two to sixty four, and that would yep. make a huge fun, a funding difference. And then and again, they would probably do something like grandfathering people in. People over born after a certain age, probably fifty and over, would be still fine to turn it on early if need be. But people under the age of fifty, for example, probably would have to wait till sixty-four. Little tweaks mm-hmm. like that can certainly go a long way. But you know, that's common sense, Matt. And I don't think, unfortunately, they don't they don't operate in the common sense world very often. Not not a lot of not a lot of our politicians <laughs> no. operate that way. <laughs> well, listen, you, you mentioned the uh, the the, uh, the highest numbers here, so I want to finish off with myth number ten because it kind of it factors into that. It's the your Social Security benefits are based on the last job you had. Uh, that is not accurate either. You touched about the you talked about the thirty years. So explain that a little bit. Yeah. So the last job that I had, if I if I did retire early and I had a very low menial income compared to working full time, this is a myth. It's not based on your last job. It's based on your highest thirty years wages. So the wages for social security um, are tracked every year that you are reporting taxes and your employers reporting your income and uh, those all add up. Well, then they take an average. So what they do is they base it on the, the highest 30 years of service. Yeah. Cause of your, your first wages. job, I mentioned like on the other ones, like Wendy's, let's say your first job was at Wendy's. It, right. My first job <laughs> was at Hills department store for like four twenty five an hour. You know, that yeah. one's not going to probably be make the list. But it's important, Matt, to, to go to ssa.gov because you can check some of these numbers to make sure that they are accurately using the top 30, you know, the top 30 years. And, right. and many times that's checking to make sure that your job, let's say, of the last 10 years has been reporting your salary, you know, correctly. Correctly. Yeah. That's a big thing, too. So a lot of people don't realize, but we used to get those Social Security statements in the mail every year. And social security has gone away. Yeah, the little green sheet. Mm -hmm. Um, They've gone away from that. And now you can just download your information right online. So if you go to ssa.gov, go and look at your work history and your earnings history and your estimate. Estimate is the key there. Um, So social security provides estimates, and that's based on the fact that you're going to continue to work and earn this much money. So if you do decide to retire early, Beware that your benefit could be a lot lower because they're giving you the estimate. You know, let's say I'm 58 and I say, yeah, I'm going to call it quits like next year. Right. But Social Security's, your Social Security benefit at age 62 is based on an estimate that you're going to continue to work until 62. So your your benefit will likely be lower too. So definitely check in with your Social Security benefits. Um, this is a great time if you're doing that to give us a call. We'll sit down and we'll plan a strategy of when you can claim and how much you should you should take and when you should take it, you know, and how long you want to keep on working. So this is all all part of good planning. Um, we hope hope that we busted some of these myths for you and get you thinking about when I'm going to claim it, how I want to claim it, and how do I want to work while I'm take while I'm claiming benefits. But there's a lot of flexibility, but there's also some things that are completely inflexible. So definitely uh, set up a good plan so you don't fail. 
Exactly. So, folks, again, hopefully that helped you out a little bit. Hopefully you enjoyed some of these. Uh, I think many of us have heard some of these. and Maybe we've even you know, kind of bought into some because it's easy to kind of let these things distort and kind of take on a life of their own. So hopefully that cleared things up for you a little bit. And, again, reach out to Matt if you've got questions, certainly around anything financially related. But uh, when it comes to Social Security, for, you know, for sure, make sure you're talking with a qualified professional. And you can find him online at GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. That's GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. Subscribe to Mondays with Matt on whatever podcasting app you like to use. Matt, thanks for hanging out, buddy. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, get some good coaching here uh, along the way because uh, it definitely helps to pay attention to these rules and, and these tips and tricks. So if you want the, fi- the prior five uh, myths from Social Security, don't forget to look us up for the podcast, the last one. So thanks again for listening and uh, give us a call if you have any questions. Absolutely. We'll see you next time right here on Mondays with Matt. You can reach out to him at 989-401-2949. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.